Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Merritt. Well, you know, you can't kill it with an antibiotic. uh, And I think uh, it's a good week to talk about virus and viral crises, viral uh, media crises. We're seeing that uh, with uh, two female comedians um, getting all sorts of uh, uh, flack, uh, one uh, for a tweet and one for a statement she made on her uh, comedy show. Are you following this at all, Gary? Uh, enough to, to, to look at it and go and roll my eyes. I mean, uh, for lots of reasons. Yeah, I mean. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, the world uh, we live in. Yeah, yeah, media media training 101, don't be a racist on Twitter. Just don't. Maybe just don't be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was reading, it was, uh, uh, I thought it was interesting. We're, of course, talking about Roseanne Barr and her um, uh, tweet heard around the world, if you will, uh, that uh, resulted in the immediate cancellation uh, of the uh, revival of the sh- uh, sitcom Roseanne, which was getting very good ratings, and uh, ABC was really relying on um, for the fall uh, for the fall lineup. Uh, but one thing I, I read is that Roseanne Barr's children took over her Twitter account last year, deleted her worst tweets, and changed her password. I guess she got it back. <laughs> well, I th- here's the thing. I mean, there's I, I, you know, okay. So you start with the fact that there is no, there's no, there's nothing you can say to say, uh, to mitigate and say uh, it's okay what you said. But and you can't. But but it's interesting. I, you know, if you go back prior to the initi- prior to social media being around, that there wouldn't have been an outlet for that. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I mean, I just don't know what it, what you know where we are today. Um, where um, it's, I mean, it's amazing how fast ABC canceled the show. Um, boy, I mean, it's just uh, same day. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I just, just these things just don't happen. But, but you know what? Yeah, it, well, I, I don't know if you take it from ABC's point of view. It's like what we have zero choice here. We we don't. And they, I, you know, I, I'm trying to imagine them having the choice to saying, um, boy, this was, you know. Uh, this was everything they said about it. This is horrible, and yet we are going to continue the show. Probably, I think the, you know the the the, the cost of com- of continuing the show would have been just ridiculous because of the negative, um, you know, uh, feedback they would get. So I don't know. Well, and uh, you know, it's not like uh, the thing about uh, a social media uh, instant hateful statement like that. It's not like they're going to do an investigation. You know, I I had made the joke, hey, if you know, if you just sexually harass someone, they could have finished the season while they did the investigation and then fired her. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> oh boy. I mean, but you know, so then, yeah, it just, um, I I don't know what the solution is, um, other than just 
on her part or anybody who's who's in in a position like that is to just not do it. But I, I don't know. I, I just I am perplexed as to what the solution is. Just you throw your hands up because every time in the instant anyone says anything, it's just immediately um, dealt with in in the. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I just don't know. It kind of has made me think of the, um, you know, the the big studio days of Hollywood uh, 60, 70 years ago when the studio managed everyone's reputation uh, pretty ruthlessly. And we're right. able and, and we're able to control media coverage and public coverage and the public pers- uh, uh, persona of their uh, uh, of their uh, right. actor, uh, actors and actresses. Uh, all bets are off with that in today's media. Yeah, they, they, yeah, exactly. They, they buried all kinds of stuff. They knew, they knew just how to bury things and, and how to manipulate things. And uh, you know, every once in a while, something really, really egregious would come out, and uh, and it would, they couldn't do anything about. Fatty Arbuckle, um, kind of, you need to go way, 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 way back for that. But yeah, um, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, uh, un pregnancies that weren't uh, planned and and uh, different things like that and uh, you know drunken disorderly things that no that and i think that the also the entertainment media back then were um, you know they knew that where their palms were greased so they had you know they played along with it as well not happening today no no uh, and uh, you have you have you know the similar uh, entertainment tabloid but uh, if you think about Hollywood Reporter in 1949 and TMZ Today, boy, those are those are very different outlets. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, then you, you learn about the, the you know the power that the uh, you know the head of hoppers and all that stuff had back then, where they could they you know there was all this and, and you know thing all working together. But now, forget about it. Um, I don't. Again, I just don't know what the right answer is. You, it, you know, you go back ten years ago or whenever it was when social media started really popping, you know, coming out, and uh, and of course the 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 smartphone concurrently, and um, and you go, wow, that was really cool. That was great. That's this is neat. This is going to be so cool when we can do all these cool things, and uh, yeah, but it feels like a bit of a Frankenstein's monster. You know, so you could say on the good side, you could say, well, see, now we get to know exactly what, what Roseanne actually feels and believes and blah, blah, blah. Whether she does or not, we don't know. But um, but the other side of things, if every single, I would tell you this, if every thought that goes through my head were known, then, you know, I, I probably couldn't have a job. I mean, I think it's the same for all of us. There's not a human being alive that doesn't have thoughts or, or, or say things privately, you know, having a drink with a friend that if mm-hmm. it were known publicly um, would be at the very least extremely embarrassing. But now it's your your inner thoughts are out there because you you're stupid enough to put them on, put them out well, there. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think that... It, you look at then the you know next day controversy. Um, Samantha B, another comedian, um, uh, took a pot shot at the president's daughter uh, with a really foul word, and uh, it, you know at, at some at, you know at some point um, it, it's comedy, but where, where do you draw the line between? Uh, making uh, uh, making a joke or an insulting joke. Uh, which is very common in, uh, in American comedy, and then actually saying something that's truly hate uh, hate speech. Where do you, where do you draw that line? I don't know that I'm qualified to do it, but I think 
as much as I found Samantha B's uh, remarks about Ivanka Trump distasteful, I um, I don't think they crossed a line except with regard to cens- you know censoring on uh, 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 broadcast television. Well, the other thing about all these things, regardless of what it is, it, it always follows the same. At least the actions of the the person who's saying the thing they shouldn't say, it always follows the same route. Almost always, it's that say something outrageous and um, you know wait a day or two days and then they come out and they say ah, I said something horrible I really shouldn't have said that I'm I apologize so profusely give me an effing break <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> you know oh, yeah uh, yeah yeah then there's the matter of the um, uh, of the pseudo apology I think we saw a lot of that last fall as the uh, me too movement heated up yeah. I'm and, and it always starts with I'm uh, I'm sorry if my uh, actions offended anyone. No, 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 no. That's that's not an apology. An apology is I'm sorry for my actions which were wrong. That's an apology. Yeah. Well, well, there's there's the other question that, that I you know if someone says something like um, um, I said something I said what I said, and I meant it when I said it. And I'm a real complete jerk for having said it. You know, is there any sympathy for that person? Do, do they get any? Do they get a break? I mean, you never hear that. What you usually hear is, um, "I apologize. I said something reckless and horrible, um, but I didn't mean it." You know, that's what it comes down to. I didn't really mean it. I said something. It was just the, the heat of the moment. I said something stupid. Rarely do we hear the one saying, "Oh, I meant every word of it," and I'm a jerk. That's the. I'd rather hear that. No. You know, and I, the one guy who I thought did that uh, was Mario Batali. When this first came up, he pretty much said, yeah, my actions were reprehensible. Um, I was wrong. Yeah. Of course, now he's facing criminal charges. So that may and, 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 and all of his restaurants, all of his restaurants. Right. And with a lot of good it did him. All, didn't they close all his restaurants in Vegas or something? I don't know. But he, well, he's basically been uh, thrown out of his company that he helped found. Yeah. Um. Uh, the other one that's uh, and these continue these kinds of things. That's the other thing. We're just every day. I mean, it's like uh, something new. And then you know, the Morgan Freeman on the Me Too side of things, the Morgan Freeman thing. I mean, and that's a. I think that one's a unique one now because first of all, he really um, I think has been you know well respected and people really looked very positively on him. And then you know it's always like the my God, who's next? Who's the next person's going to? Have something, and in the case of uh, Morgan Freeman, I think it's a little more complicated because of uh, you know he's saying, "Wait a minute, you know, where was the harassment here?" And CNN—that's an interesting fight, I think, between uh, Morgan Freeman's lawyer and uh, CNN. Yes, yes, I would, uh, I would agree with that, and I, you know, and just some shocking things. Um, I, I thought Charlie Rose—that was shocking. It's, it's. Yeah, who'd have thunk it? Really, was uh-huh. that was that? Yeah. Homespun, and, and, uh, you know, like like, like oh, you think he's almost like a, you know, this homespun sort of like Will Rogers kind of a guy. Well, not with the, not with the wit, but still, you know, right. spun kind of a guy. Well, same thing with what's his name from, uh, you know, Lake Wobegon, Garrison right. Taylor. Yeah. And, and you know, at, at what point do we? Um, I think something we might want to talk about uh, after the break is, you know, at what point do we consider um, uh, rehabilitation? Right. Well, that's right. Is it allowed anymore, or is it no? Exactly. You're done. Exactly. Uh, well, that's a good. So we'll talk about that. Um, um, by the way, it, 
I was I was going to you know not showing exactly what we we're going to talk about today. I, I I have a list of like twenty five different this you know blankety blank day. I'll bring them up after we finish talking oh, about good. some of these. Yeah, they're, 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 they're ridiculous is what they are, but we'll talk about them anyway. But, uh, yeah, I think rehabilitation is a good thing to talk about when we come back. You are listening to The Brand Ambassadors, and uh, I am Gary Potterfield. Merritt Hamilton Allen is here, of course, and uh, give us a call, 866-472-5790, or send us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, and Gary Potterfield and I are talking about viral scandals today. Uh, 
We've seen uh, uh, Roseanne uh, Barr have her sitcom uh, canceled instantaneously after uh, posting a racist tweet. We've seen Samantha B get some fallout for um, really vulgar, uh, vulgar language regarding uh, the president's daughter. And I think, you know, the interesting thing at the same time, we have the background of Harvey uh, uh, Weinstein, uh, you know, going you know, to his arraignment in handcuffs. We have uh, the conviction of Bill Cosby. And, you know, one thing that strikes me, Gary, is the problem with these viral scandals is we do immediately um, uh, uh, hold the person guilty uh, before any type of due process. Yeah, hey, maybe we can get to a point where it's like, you know, we, we don't need to go. We, we're, we're, we will all be on the uh, jury and all we have to do is just sit there and say, okay, folks, the federal government will say, okay, this person's up. Uh, let's put in your vote. Is he guilty or innocent? And it's, uh, the answer is guilty. You're guilty. You're absolutely guilty. Um, what do we do about the and, honest guy? Is, is there an honest or gal? I mean, what do we do about them? <laughs> right. And what do we do about the person who's really sorry and wants to do better? Can uh, Is there any room uh, in this uh, media scape for, you know, rehabilitation and return to society? That's a real hard one. I mean, I know that, um, you know, and it started prior to the social media uh, rise. But, um, you know, Mel Gibson is uh, one of those, you know, where his he had his, um, you know, his issues. And um, and it, it was a long uh, climb to get to, and I don't know if he's fully in the minds of many, uh, fully rehabilitated, but certainly is. You know, he's made some, he's directed some films since then that have gotten uh, praise, and and uh, his friends in the industry have given him a, a break. So he sort of, kind of, maybe has uh, re- been rehabilitated in the eyes of the uh, of the of the audiences. But uh, I think it's hard. I don't, I don't. Yeah, well, I think I mean this is. Um uh, an unpaid political statement by Merritt Hamilton Allen, but we, we've gotten to a zero tolerance, zero liability culture in so many uh, uh, public activities. Um, I see schools for one, uh, where you know you have to, uh, you can't keep aspirin in uh, your backpack. You have to give it to the school nurse. Uh, just the uh, 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 defensiveness of public institutions, and we're raising whole generations um, who are used to that, uh, who are used to that culture. You know, um, I, I've said this uh, not never on the air, but um, when I was in eighth grade, um, we had we were in English class. We had a skit, and there, in the skit, there was a there was a there was a card game, a poker game, and there was four of us around the table, and the and this is so the world the world so changed. Back then, one of the, the the idea is one of the kids was going to was supposed to accuse another of cheating and come out with a with a with a gun supposedly and shoot and kill the other guy. This is an, this is an English class skit. Well, he was first of all he was supposed to bring a cap gun. Even bringing a cap gun would be ridiculously outrageous. I mean, you, the, the teacher allowing that would be. I mean, she'd be gone. She'd probably be in jail today. The kid didn't bring a cap gun though. He brought a starter pistol. <laughs> and I was the I was the unfortunate person sitting next to him. We thought he was bringing a cap gun, and he shot a starter pistol six inches from my left ear. Um, so so I, I did a good job of being. I wasn't supposed to be the guy that got shot, but I was. Um, 
But can you imagine? The world is so different. I mean, you know, so that you can imagine that we actually, I remember telling the teacher this was their skit. She says, oh, yeah, okay, okay. You know, all right, Billy, you, you bring a cap gun. Okay, fine, no problem. And, and uh, uh, was that good? No, it wasn't good. Uh, bringing a cap gun in to scare, could scare everybody. But still, yeah, boy, aspirin. You can't bring aspirin. Boy. And, and I mean, and that, that's not that's in some school districts, but yeah, yeah. And what I think that was interesting, we're also seeing at the same time our digital natives, uh, the kids who've grown up uh, with uh, smartphones and, and social media, are kind of abandoning Facebook and Twitter for uh, Snapchat, uh, YouTube, and Instagram. As, as if somehow that you know, go, they're abandoning it for. Not for like actual integrate uh, 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 interpersonal or, relations. Uh, yeah, paper book or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking to someone face to face. Oh no! <laughs> I was reading. Uh, was I reading or did I see a video on it about um, what's going on? It was I think it was just yesterday um, about the fact that uh, em- empathy is something learned through interpersonal relations, which makes sense. And kids today aren't. You know they're they're stuck on their phones, and so they're not getting the interpersonal relations. So empathy is uh, is not being this person. Whoever I don't even remember where I got this, saw this, but that empathy isn't being learned. Um, that's a frightening thing, and it may, and it maybe it sounds it sounds right to me. It sounds right to me that you know if you're not inter- in, uh, talking with people and seeing their reactions and and, and getting the um, body language that that, that dis- displays what's really going on. So again, with the Roseanne tweet and with the you know Samantha B tweet and all this kind of stuff, you're just seeing. Well, the tweet is from Roseanne, but you're just seeing obviously horrible things. But you you get no context in anything anymore. No matter what, you just see the tweet. Right, right. And, uh, you know, if we go back to the point of our show is, you know, what does this mean for business? Um, I I could see uh, very easily um, organizations um, uh, really coming out with some more draconian draconian social media policies. Yeah. Well, I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, you see it because the fact that the the larger the the, the company, the the harder it falls. So if somebody does say something and then so again, it can be completely on their personal website, their personal Twitter account, whatever it is, and they mm-hmm. say something, and the implication for that organization can be huge. So, uh, so let's take a, ca- a case in point. What what, do, what does an organization do if one of their employees, completely on their own com- their own time, do a do a Roseanne tweet? You know what happens corporately? You know, I don't know. Yeah. You know, we've had, um, and you know, we've had issues with um, employees uh, posting on social media that they had a bad day at work, and of course, their bad day at work was on the client site, um, and that's you know been uh, uh, largely uh, talk to the person, explain, hey, uh, let's not take your work life when you are, you know, your connections are our clients. Uh, let's not take your work life to social media. Uh, that's that's a mild example, and uh, you know I I think I, I think about you know what Vox Optima would do. Um, I, I think hate speech is a very uh, spe- uh, is a very uh, specific uh, area, and one thing we have the luxury of is knowing our employees. Uh, something like that, uh, 
I just don't see I don't see how uh, it could ever happen. Uh, and that's a risk, and particularly a risk for entertainment uh, companies because you know, ABC took a huge risk bringing Roseanne back. Um, and the whole effort was to take some of the um, political divisiveness in our country right now and make a sitcom about it. That's a huge risk. And uh, I think Roseanne Barr uh, has a lot of baggage for statements she's made uh, on the left and the right wing. I mean, let's be clear, she hasn't been a a political conservative all her life either. So uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of risk. And I uh, I think companies have to look at uh, the uh, risk, to, risk to their total brand and um, their workforce by tolerating such behavior. Yeah, I'm sure that they're not. Yeah, this, I mean, they can't. Aside from just the straight dollar <clears throat> pain that they suffer from this happening of, of having to cancel a show like there, then there's also the people that probably were, uh, you know, the, the the reason they were going to a second season because it was getting good ratings. And some, I'm sure that a lot of the folks who would be watching that show are now just, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying that they're, they're going to say, you know, Roseanne was railroaded, but they, I wonder if they're going to take some of their anger out. You know, we had a show and now it's gone. ABC, you suck, and all this kind of stuff. Who knows? I don't but know. Look what, happened I mean, with last, look what happened with Last Man Standing. And they're back, I think. Um, right. That's, yeah, they're back. Yeah, it's, um, you know, uh, and uh, Paula Dean and Duck Dynasty. Mm. And, you know, can, can people be re- rehabilitated? Can these uh, brands come back? Uh, I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's pretty tough. Um, and I, I can see where these massive conglomerates, I mean, this, is, this isn't just ABC, this is Disney, this is ESPN. There's a lot of content and uh, billions of dollars uh, poten- uh, potentially at stake. I, I think we're going to continue to see uh, uh, companies decide they just can't afford uh, the baggage or the risk. Yeah, but it, it's... Uh... Uh, I, yeah, I, I think so. I'm not I, saying I wonder, that's right. <laughs> right. Well, the problem again, it goes back to the problem of you know people are you know are flawed. We're all flawed. So uh, again, the absolute extreme like the Roseanne case is one thing, but you know I think it's I think the um, the um, you know we're not given much. Uh, leeway anymore i think that in other words it's getting smaller and smaller so if someone does say something off the cuff and you see it all the time you read you read stories all the time that so and so on some you know sporting event said x and you go okay and now they're in big trouble and uh, or, or you know maybe they're being told mm-hmm. they're not going to be back on the so, so i i think one i worry about is you know how much are, are they going to be just scared into making these programs just so completely vanilla mm-hmm. you know that they're just not interesting at all. So well, that's and that's true. I mean, that the lesson here, I think, ABC took a huge risk, and uh, in their minds, it blew up in their face. So, will anybody take a risk like that again? Right. I think it related wasn't it? Didn't uh, didn't Jerry Seinfeld say that he's, he's he won't do college campuses anymore because he's afraid that you know he he can't make fun of people anymore. <laughs> right. He'll violate someone's safe space. Right. So it's all it's. Um, this wonderful thing of uh, the ability to communicate instantly in social media and to share thoughts and ideas uh, sounds all wonderful, uh, but in, impl- uh, in, in implementation, it's got some, um, it's got a bit of a troubling side to it. Well, let's t- talk after the break about the movie sequel that should never be made. <laughs> okay, sounds good. 
everybody. You're listening to The Brand Ambassadors with Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program welcome back to the brand ambassadors i'm gary potterfield along with Merritt hamilton allen and uh, in the category of, uh, you know, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Um, they're, they're going to make a remake of a, of a famous 80s movie. Uh, one of the ones that got Tom Cruise, uh, you know, the, 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 to be the, the, the superstar he became. And it wasn't the, he, you know, uh, it wasn't the only one. But um, so they're bringing, so apparently bringing back Top Gun. And Merritt, you think that's a bad Why? Idea. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I saw it in a theater in high school, and I remember watching it thinking, oh, I hate all these guys. And lo and behold, um, uh, five years later, I'm uh, a naval officer stationed at an air station 
was still thinking, oh, I hate these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 right. It didn't certainly do a lot for saying being humble. Uh, that wasn't part of the uh, being no. being a nice, a humble uh, pilot. So yeah, they're bringing it back. Uh, well, maybe it looks like they're bringing it back, and now now uh, some 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 um, um, I guess you know tongue in cheek um, uh, controversy uh, you know going back and forth between the Air Force and the Navy uh, because of the, um, the 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 photo with the caption says feel the need. And, the, and you see uh, Tom Cruise, I guess, looking over, and you see what appears to be an FA-18. Um, and then you're getting Super digs back. Yeah, yeah you get, you're getting digs back and forth. And, uh, um, of course, then there's things, you know, the, how old's the FA-18, by the way, anyway? Is it probably as old as well, Tom Cruise? Well, it depends. Yeah, uh, the A and B, yes. Um, that was the new plane in the 80s. But we're talking about the FA-18F Super Hornet, which uh, first came out in the late 90s. So that's our excuse. The Air yeah, Force is Yeah, and, and I think it. now we're on the G variant, too. But, uh, uh, no, to me, the obvious joke is, well, they wanted to make uh, the sequel 10 years ago with the F-35, but, hey, yeah. Lockheed Martin <laughs> just couldn't deliver in time. <laughs> that's right. You could put that one on hold. Well, yeah, I think that is part of the joke, too. But So, yeah, some of the tweets, uh, let me see. Um, this is from the Air Force. Uh, if Maverick really had a need for speed, he could hop into one of our F-15E Strike Eagles. They have a speed of 1,875 miles per hour. And the Navy responded, remember, boys, no points for second place. What, uh, so they're... <laughs> And then the Air Force, the F-15 knows nothing about this second place thing you speak of. Check the scoreboard. Ooh, they're going. Now they're going to go after wow. it. Wow! Wow! I don't even know where. I don't yeah, even know where but, this uh, is. yeah, but land uh, land that F-15 in the middle uh, in, in the middle of the ocean on a postage stamp uh, carrier deck and get back to me. That's what I would say. Not that your not that your naviness is showing or anything. No, not at all. I'm not biased. I mean. Um, and, and let's be clear, only I can hate naval aviators, not Air Force people. <laughs> That's right. That's and right. Of course, I don't. I have no. a lot of good friends. I have a lot of no. uh, good friends in the aviation industry, but you of know the course. whole the whole brand and concept that came out of Top Gun and the uh, just the uh, ecocentrism. Uh, uh, I, I found I found uh, irritating as a 15-year-old, and I find ir- irritating now. But that doesn't that doesn't go to say that uh, aviators, even Air Force aviators, um, do really hard jobs every day. Well, I think Kenny Loggins is probably going. I get I get to write another song, a sequel. I get to write another tune. You know, wasn't it? Didn't he write oh the highway, highway to the, the Danger yes. Zone? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's right. No, and, and go ahead. No, I say what a what a different way to promote um, a movie uh, too. I, I mean, what we saw maybe a couple months ago, you know, pointing out uh, you know how many years ago it was the Top Top Gun was released thirty two years ago this week. Um, the idea of movie promotion is so different now. Yeah, um, and and what they what they require to be to be considered successful and. Uh, and um, I guess Solo is taking a big uh, bath in, 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 in terms of, you know, the new Star Wars flick that Ron Howard had to uh, rescue. Um, has, uh, it's apparently, you know, all horrible and everything. And again, it's just, I think that's the case of, um, 
in this world we live in about instant gratification and instant uh, the need for an instant um, result. Um, I think you see that certainly throughout entertainment and, and in prob- maybe in business too, where in the old days uh, something would be allowed to have a, a chance to uh, you know to become popular. Seinfeld, we talked about the first season of Seinfeld. It was uh, it was like um, it, it was way 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 low in the in the ratings. But they said, "Let's give it another. Let's give it another year. Maybe we've got something here." I don't think that's the world we live in today. You see shows that come on and they're on for an, uh, an episode or two, and it's like, Ink, not making it. Well, and I also think the the notion of risk aversion. Uh, why come out with a new concept when I can uh, uh, retool Roseanne? Why come Why uh, come up right. with a new concept when I can make Star Wars Part Seventeen and have people camping out forty eight hours before the premiere? Yep, they're bringing back Murphy Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, yeah, I almost wonder if it's a workforce issue because we've had uh, we had such a run of unscripted television and unscripted network television. I wonder if uh, uh, our writing, uh, the uh, uh, the the writing craft, uh, is somewhat uh, diminished from that. Oh boy! Well, that's one thing. I certainly am. I'm all about them bringing back scripted programs compared to the. I just, uh, boy, there's so many channels that I just nope, not watching that channel. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the whatever the crazy uh, reality show may be, which is a, of course what that is an oxymoron anyway. The reality show, it is not. That's probably not the right term, right? but it's they aren't real. <laughs> they aren't right, reality right. shows. Well, and it looks like we're getting back into um, the athletic competition stuff again. Um, I, and I confess, I'm fascinated by American Ninja Warrior, and now CBS is coming out with um, their version. I think it's CBS is doing TK out, TKO, and you get a, it's obstacle course type stuff. And I'm, I'm just hoping maybe they'll bring back Battle of the Network Stars. As yeah, a that's that, that's what. I, yeah, get JJ Walker out there. Uh, competing against uh, Lee Majors or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lonnie Anderson on the pole vault. Yeah, there you <laughs> Exactly. That's right. Oh, that's those were the days, doggone it. Yeah. And Ron uh, Howard when he when he had hair. Right, right. Or, I mean, talk about a career, though. I mean, he was five when he started on Andy Griffith. Yeah, he's, uh, and then he, uh, yeah. Then, and then when you watch him in Happy Days, like this, this is the most horribly acted program I've ever seen in my life. And then, uh, oh yeah, but uh, and you know, and he was just a part of it. But then, then he, he, what he made, he made Grand Theft Auto. He said, "I'm gonna, uh, I want to direct it. You want me to a movie? I want to direct it." And and the rest is history. So, um, so that's pretty cool. And he, I mean, he made the foray into television, and of course, they brought it back uh, only on um, Netflix, I believe, but Arrested Development. Mm. And there's which, which, which there's was one of the best even there, scripted, right? Yeah, and one of the, but to me, one of the best scripted and acted shows in modern memory. Doesn't you know? Pick, find, here's what I want to find: a show that doesn't have controversy around it. I guess it's hard to find these days. If it well, does have the, no. Controversy. What's the Arrested de- Development controversy? Isn't that the did controversy I with it? Uh, um, or do I have this wrong? Isn't that the one with um, what's his name in it? Um, who was in Transparent? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. 
and why can't I remember that actor's name? But yeah, and he's and and, and there's the big thing with uh, you know, him being Jeffrey Jeffrey Tambor. Yes, being a a, a, a harasser in the sense not in the not in the sexual harassment way, I think, but in terms of just being a really unpleasant person. Unpleasant person. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the question is, you know, when does uh, being a jerk at work uh, become a fireable offense? And then, you know, is it criminal? Well, not necessarily. <laughs> right, right. There are unpleasant people, and that doesn't mean they're breaking the law. Yeah. yeah, that's the world we live in. But, of course, not at Fox Optimum. No one is unpleasant at our company. No, that's the, that's the, there you go. And if they are unpleasant, we just have them work by themselves. No, there you they, go. We don't, have, we don't have anybody that does. So we're, yeah, we're lucky that way. Mm-hmm. We're lucky that way. We're not lucky in the fact that it's hard as heck to uh, to, to 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 find to hire people. Doggone no it! Oh my gosh! Yeah, let's uh, let's do a quick promo on that. We uh, have open positions uh, right now. We're looking for uh, a senior writer. Uh, we're looking for an administrative. Um, uh, what would we call that? An administrative assistant, an administrative manager. Sure. Yeah, but we're look we're looking for uh, we have uh, uh, eleven job postings uh, up on our website and uh, two immediate fills. So please do check out voxoptima.com/careers uh, and uh, send your notes in. And for our former military folks, please, if you have a clearance, uh, apply for these jobs because we require secret clearance for these uh, for these Navy uh, Navy client site jobs. Yeah, for for most of them, we require that, and that's just that's the challenge. And uh, sadly, if you you know if you think that's juicy, it ain't. You're not going to get to see any juicy secrets. Besides, the secrets are always confidential anyway. They're the the juicy ones. The fun ones are to see are confidential. <laughs> but the secrets, the secret clearance. Um, I think I probably saw like you know three secret documents my entire Navy career. But they I were. Yeah, I worked on the. Um 30th anniversary of uh, losing the USS Scorpion. And that was a big classified file that I would have to um, open a safe, take it out, look at it, mm-hmm. uh, take um, careful um, un- uh, unclassified notes, and then lock it back up. For me, it was just being breathing the same air as a safe that had it could be opened. That had, <laughs> right. <laughs> That was and that's problem. most of it in public affairs, <laughs> or being able to sit through a specific brief. <laughs> uh, all right. But but uh, it is it's a fun process. It's I don't know a forty page questionnaire, the SF eighty six. Uh, but we'll help you through it. So do check us out at voxoptima dot com slash careers. Uh, Gary, what are we going to talk about um, on the ne- uh, in our last segment? I I you know what I want to talk about. In honor of the fact that it happens to be my brother's birthday today, I'm going to talk. I want to talk about the the all the different days we have today, because there's some there's some doozies. Fantastic. So uh, not only is it the first day of June and Gary's brother's birthday, but it's a lot of other days too. So with uh, that teaser, I don't see how people are going to wait through the commercial break to hear uh, to hear this exciting revelation from Gary. You're listening to the Brand Ambassadors. Stay with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Oh, well, I was on, I, I muted myself, which I ought to do more often, doggone it. Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Potterfield, along with Merritt Hamilton Allen, for our last segment. And uh, we teased the fact that it is, you know, <clears throat> I remember years ago um, when I was doing radio uh, in the Navy, and um, and it happened to be, you get this, like, this, this, this thing in the mail, and it would tell you, we'd tell, you know, different things you could talk about. And it was one, you know, it was national pickle week. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It was national pickle week. I had fun with that. But anyway, that, you know, everything again, worth doing is worth overdoing. And so today there's like 20, the, just this happens to be the first of June happens to be my brother's birthday, but it also happens to be that like 21 different weird. I don't know who comes up with these days. And where's my doggone mouse here to get, get my mouse over to where I need to see it. There we go. Um, Anyway, I want to start, Merritt, with the fact that it, 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 with something that thematically works uh, for, for you and I, it, it, today is national, I guess national, Don't Give Up the Ship Day. So, that's a good one, right? Even if it's sinking. Right, well, yeah, and, and the in, in the photograph they show on, on National Don't Give Up the Ship Day, which uh, which was uttered by Captain James Lawrence of the USS Chesapeake as his ship was being taken over by the British, on June first, eighteen thirteen. But anyway, the ship they're showing is the cruise ship that was uh, that went aground in uh, in Italy uh, back a few years ago. <laughs> the Navy, our Navy, by the way, helped uh, helped helped out on. 
Um, but the uh, Naval yes. Systems. Yeah, that was ma- that was massive engineering. Yeah, yeah. getting um, that massive ship onto a uh, floating dry dock and then towing it—that was huge. Right. So it should don't give up the cruise ship. It just doesn't it doesn't ring as well. I, <laughs> men and women don't give up the cruise ship um boy okay uh now that, that goes into some absurdities uh it is uh, and emily our colleague emily brought up the fact that it's national donut day she knows she knows this and she's thinking of going to Krispy Kreme. but it's also it is indeed national donut day and national hazelnut cake day so there you have it. Oh, I hate hazelnuts. Why do Europeans run chocolate with hazelnuts all the time? Ugh. Uh, Nutella, Nutella. Hey, uh. it's National Leave the Office Early Day. It's nas- it is National Leave the Office Early Day, and uh, well, goodness, it's early. You don't even have, half of us don't have offices. That has to make sense. <clears throat> leave home, National Leave Home Early Day. Then whatever. Um, there you go. And we have, then we have things that just are, are complete incongruities. Um, um, it is both Say Something Nice Day and Oscar the Grouch Day. So it's, it, make up your mind. You know, say something nice or be grouchy. Which is it? Uh, well, if you, have, if you have something nice to say, uh, do call into the brand ambassadors. How's that? <laughs> That's right. If you've got nothing nice to say, say it to me. Um, <laughs> um, it is now here we go and this is a challenge um, for both of us um, the two I'm going to mention that are in, in, incongruous it is wear a dress day and it's okay and it's also uh, national wear a jock strap to work day why no, no, don't, 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 don't tell me. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't want to no, know. Yeah, I don't need to know. Don't want to know. It's, this is one that I know that you probably are, would would be uh, all for, and uh, I know that the uh, the ladies in my life uh, that that um, my two daughters and my wife, it is National Nail Polish Day. It is National Nail Polish Day. So. Well, you know that's um, and today's manicure day for me. See, there you go. Well, what you they should give you a break. And here, here's a here's an executive secret. I do my nails on conference calls. <laughs> is that that sound that goes uh, like when we we're talking and you hear this? Is that what that? Is? Exactly. Is that? Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, I try to I try not to file on speakerphone, but uh, no, because uh, you want to be focused on the call, and that's a great time for your polish to dry. Because you're a captive audience, and you let your polish dry. I'll keep that in mind. Um, on National Pen Pal Day. Uh, does anybody write a letter anymore on you know, National Pen Pal Day? When's the last time, Merritt, that you wrote, you took a pen and a piece of paper and wrote an actual letter, in hand wrote a letter and put it in an envelope with a stamp and sent it to someone? I, I have to admit, I can't remember when that happened. Do you? Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm doing it for, uh, to thank my campaign donors. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't done it in a long, long time and, I, and it, it's, I should do it, but I don't know why, but I should do it. I'd have to have a pen pal though. And I don't have a pen pal on national. I'd like to, I'd like to know. I'm a lot more excited that, uh, tomorrow is national bubbly day. A little bit of the bubbly. 
It's, is mm-hmm. that kind of bubbly? Is that is that what we're talking about? I hope so. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that that's the case. Yeah. Well, it is. Uh, <laughs> it is also. Well, you'll, you'll, wait a minute. It, it is also. Uh, here we go. Two two different things on this day. It is Heimlich Maneuver Day and Hug an Atheist Day. <laughs> so, so, so you can you can knock out two at once. If you if you see a if you see an atheist who's choking, you're choking atheist. <laughs> of course, you can't really verify that because they're not going to be able to tell you that they're an atheist. They're <laughs> no, choking. they they won't. And if you don't get to and if you don't get to them, and if you don't get to them in time, they're going to find out what's going on or not. Um, on and finally, not finally, it's Dinosaur Day and all kids Dare Day. It's Flip a Coin Day. So and 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 it's uh, well, internet and so anyway, it just goes on and on and on. When I was in um, when I was uh, again one time when I was a, um, a disc jockey in the Navy, um, I'd I'd gone into the um, uh, the 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 galley there and they had uh, and they had. Um, Something that was that was sponsored by the uh, the Kling Peach Advisory Board. I'm like, there's a Kling Peach Advisory Board. What the hell is that? And uh, and so then for the for the remainder of the time, every once in a while, I would I would like because on, those tree stone peaches, you know, are just not worth it. Right. I would go on the air <laughs> and I would say that there was some there, there, that, that I would say things like, um, you know, going over the events of the week and the day, and I go. And at seven thirty this evening, the Kling Peach Advisory Board will be meeting at you know, room seven hundred two, and you know. So, uh, uh, anyway, I, I'm done. That's it. It's it, I, so tomorrow's bubbly day. I bet you it's a lot of other things other than that. But I just thought I'd share what today is, other than my brother's birthday. There yeah, you go. Are you, are you going to celebrate with your brother today? Well, he was supposed to come up last. Or, or, or was this it? No, yeah, that's <laughs> he was supposed to come up last week and stay through this week, and uh, and because yesterday was was two things. Yesterday was Clint Eastwood's birthday, uh, but it was also my mother's birthday. Clint and my mom were born exactly the same day, eighty eight years wow. ago. So wow, yeah, Clint's making movies, but hey, mom's not. Okay, there you go. It's off to you. back to you, Merritt. You do with this whatever you can. Do with this whatever you can in our last 60 seconds. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've, um, I think, thoroughly exhausted June 1st. Uh, uh, Although, hopefully, your brother hasn't because it's still early. Right. Oh, you're not even replying. You're not even replying. I was going to say, I was going to say, I hope, yeah, that would be bad to be exhausted completely. Uh, Go ahead. There you go. Well. Uh, no, thank you for uh, listening to us today on the Brand Ambassadors, where we talked about viral scandals, why Top Gun 2 should never be made, and what today is in National Commemoration Day. Uh, for Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen. We're going to have a serious topic next week, and we'll let you know eventually. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.